Do you ever have these moments where you ask yourself, what is my life purpose? What is going on right now? Because I keep getting like a dog pile of unfortunate <laughs> events <laughs> happening in my life. Well, I am so excited. You can hear that beautiful giggle right now. This I'm so excited to be connecting to Evolving with Ashley. She is an intuitive that focuses specifically on the soul and getting into soul alignment, but she does so much more than just that. So without further ado, I just want to say, what's up, Ashley? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I So I'll tell you, I was like on Instagram and I saw you go live and I just like instantly loved your energy. I love the way that you were talking to people that were dealing with crises or just, yeah. you know, or trying to get clarity. Like what is this like spiritual awakening thing that's going on or, or just what's going on in my life. So, and the other thing I want to say too, uh, you haven't for maybe some time, but you often on Instagram would do these yep. energy updates. Yes. Right? So I actually love these collective energy updates that you do too. Now, so I've just certainly opened the doors up in many different directions, <laughs> yeah. but what's the first thing that you think people should know about you? What what, what do you think would be the first thing? Um, ooh, the first thing to know about me, um, it's just that I'm honestly doing and living my purpose. And I want to say that because that's what a lot of people are on the search for, right? Like, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing here? What am I good at? And, you know, what makes me special? How can I step into it? Um, and I love to say that, like, I'm living that I wasn't always I actually was a uh, daycare teacher for a long time um uh, and the then caretaker. I yes and then mm -hmm. I wakened up to my own gifts and I stepped into that um and I yeah I'm a soul healer I like to go with that soul healer uh, I love that soul, soul healer, healer. Yeah. soul healer which is super when you say that you awaken to your gifts what specific gifts do you do do you want to share with us that you use when you work with individuals uh, yeah. So mine is just the, um, my psychic intuitive abilities is my major one, okay. um, being able to just tap into, I like to call it your soul signature. Everyone has their own harmony, yeah. um, and their own kind of light pattern, which is really beautiful. And nobody's is the same, um, which is wonderful. I love it. It's, it's a light show when I connect. Um, so it's, it's good on my end and I know it's good for everybody else. Um, but yeah, I've been, honestly, I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah. I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is just natural to me. Um, but I always felt like I could just hear people and like hear what's going on internally for them. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, when I'm talking to people, I like to like kind of tell them this is what this is because people are like, what is a soul healer? I literally can hear your inner voice. That's who yeah. I'm communicating with. Mm -hmm. um, and it's 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 beautiful honestly I'm very lucky I get to meet a lot of really cool and amazing people um yeah. even though they don't feel that way all the time right they're like oh there's so much shit going on in my life but it, absolutely I mean I, obviously you're working with people who are already either feeling intuitive or mm -hmm. have a curious curiosity about um there being a higher spiritual purpose for their life and yeah you know, with all of the shenanigans that have happened over the last couple of years, which were unexpected shifts in all of our lives, I believe it has just been a beautiful way in which people can get connected to their spirituality in a way mm -hmm. that help guides, uh, you know, career relationships, yep. even their health. So uh, do you like, so do you notice themes of clients coming in at, at, during, like, I don't know, like for the month or I, I'm not quite certain how to say this, but have you noticed that there has been a certain theme since the start of the year? I'm just curious if you've seen that. Yeah. Um, it's not so much the start of the year. I, I, it, okay. I tend to find, and I don't like to say this, but it's just, it's a good way for people to understand what I'm saying, like lost souls. And I don't think a soul is ever lost. To me, it means you're just disconnected, yeah. um, that you're not tuned in. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand that they're existing 
into things at once. So you're in your like spiritual body, your soul body, but also in your human. And um, people struggle with the blending of that, right? Because there's like this human identity, but then there's also this spiritual soulful part of me Mm -hmm. that is um, a little different. And how do I make that come together? So I, the theme I always, I meet a lot of empaths. Empaths are beautiful people also misunderstood, which yeah. I get, I, yeah. I love. Um, I tend to find that empaths struggle with their identity and who mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, you know, this, yeah. they take everything on and if they don't know how to release and, or they're not standing in their power, yeah. they, what ends up happening is like, where do I begin? And where does this person begin? Or where does my environment begin? And where do I begin? And it just yeah. gets really messy. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's just, yeah, helping people reconnect to that and bringing their spiritual, their soul and their human together in a beautiful dance. Very amazing. So, and I also saw that you are um, a hypnosis. Do you do your clinical hypnotherapist? Is that correct too? So it's beautiful because you can use the intuitive gifts that you already have as a psychic Mm-hmm. And as, as you know, and, and using your gifts of, um, of, um, you know, your empathic gifts to be emotionally creating safe, supportive spaces for your clients. I'm making the yeah. assumption, cut me off at any time if I'm wrong. No, no, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, very good. And then, and then the next thing is that you are able to actually help to uh, maybe sort of release some of the negative programming is what I suspect with lost souls, lost souls or disconnected empaths, or, you know, just people who get disconnected from their life purpose. um, They need to identify what those blocks are. And I'm, I'm assuming that, that you're able to really dig in and go, uh, you know, deeper when you're working like one-on-one with people. Do you do group coaching as well? Um, I, I've done workshops. I don't Uh, do group coaching because I okay. find one-on-one is you really get into the depth. It's your jam, people. right? Okay. Yeah, it is my jam. I'm a one-on-one person. <laughs> okay. All right, um, cool. I love, I, I love the dance of it. Yeah. Um, it's just, I feel like it, the, the intimacy that happens between our energy is so beautiful. And a yeah. lot of people are craving that connection and also being like craving the need to want to be seen. And that's, I think kind of like the pandemic of the human condition is everybody wants to be seen for who they are. And for a lot of people, they're struggling with, well, what does that look like? Who am I? How do I show up? Um, And I'm just a mirror. I'm (laughs) like a lot of people. And I think I can also say this uh, about you is just... I know bullshit. You can't hide from me. I'm going to see you. And when I say I see you, it's like, I see your soul. Like I actually see your energy. I see your energetics. I see your patterns. I see that all. And um, to have somebody hold you in that way, tweeting my little horn here is, is beautiful. I know, right? (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Exactly. Can, can I tell you one of the things that I downloaded about you? And so then, you know, um, because you're energetically open, I'm not because I'm being unethical. But because I have to say, um, I feel like before you were aware of the label of what this gift is, I think you are bombarded with people just throwing all of their life struggles, like literally on you. And I think that particularly when you were at this, uh, when you were working in education and being like Mm -hmm. the caretaker, I actually see that like parents or other staff members would just really unload every burden on you. And I, was that challenging? Like, I, I bet that this was something that just at a certain yeah. point, probably, I mean, did that ever lead to a breakdown? We were just like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's interesting. I, you know what? When I was like five years old, I wanted to be a psychiatrist. That was my dream. <laughs> so the fact that I was like, I knew that I was like, I need to help people. Right. right? Um, yeah. But I mean, in the school system, I didn't have the grades for it. And also, you know, I went through my own thing. I was like, that's a lot of schoolwork for me. Um, but yes, at that time, um, a lot of like unloading, the only saving grace I had in that was that 
the children's energy, their purity was oh. really grounded me. Mm. And I think it was the reason why I was able to do it for like 12 years. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, and I didn't even know I was absorbing at that time. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I had a lot of mental health struggles at that because I find when you're overloaded and your energy is <laughs> overloaded, right. you, it shows up as anxiety or depression or whatever that yeah. is. Um, yeah. And yeah. that was like, I yeah. started having an awakening after that where I was just like, yeah, I'm very, I'm actually more sensitive to my environment. Um, yeah. That's like my big one where it's Ooh. like the, the energy of a space really gets to me. Um, yeah. So it was Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I, like, I'm like, okay, first of all, <laughs> I feel like I have so many questions now. Okay. Yeah. One question that has been sort of rolling through my head since we started this awesome conversation is one, do you use your own intuitive techniques to help unravel either uh, like, so in some ways you can connect to the soul psychically, right? You have that gift. And yeah. then you can use the technique of being like a clinical hypnotherapist to also dig deep into the subconscious and to, to tap into that highest self of a client. Okay. Right. But do you also work with some of the spiritual realms, sort of like working with angels or using shamanistic techniques, like soul retrieval is really popular in shamanistic techniques. I was just curious, are those other areas that are intriguing to you or that you have explored at this point? Um, to be honest, I, I don't, I, I rely heavily on this big connection that I have and yeah. with hypnosis, um, the beautiful thing about hypnosis and how it presents to me, yeah. um, is when I, you know, I get the nervous system to calm down and all that kind uh, of stuff. Yeah, what happens yeah. is, um, almost like the light of the person, the energetic, their aura becomes mm -hmm. very open, mm -hmm. um, which you get to actually see. And I call it like their plugins, which is like, <laughs> they're like, you know, certain people in their life and like certain patterns that they have or belief <laughs> systems. And it looks like actual wires to me that are plugged in and you can see the energy feeding out. Um, right. And I use hypnosis to actually do a cleanse. I almost like I wash their Ooh, energy, beautiful. Okay. Um, yeah. which is, which is really, really cool. You know what? I feel like when you really tap in, it's, it, everyone has their own unique thing. That's really cool to them. Yeah. And washing energy came to me like, two years ago and I was just like what is this new thing and that's really cool and I'm going to add that in um and that's how I use it um I mean I don't only use it to use it subconsciously I also help people who struggle with anxiety and depression yeah. to get their nervous system to calm down um I it's a beautiful blend of spiritual and human work at the same time because yes. they're so intertwined mm -hmm. that it's like yeah you're doing the inner work but your human is the one that's experiencing everything yeah absolutely um, so yeah absolutely take so, care of both so when you have somebody who's in an environment that is unhealthy for their soul mm -hmm. do you teach uh, methods of like energetic protection or do you yep. help them find solutions to hopefully make pivots so that they can leave these environments because sometimes those um sometimes you know some empaths are very sensitive to environment and not necessarily always the relationships that are that they're connected to. Sometimes it can strictly be an energetic piece. I know that if you go online, and I'm so sorry, but this is so off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of it, but you can actually figure out what energy with what location around the around the world will work best for you based on your astrology. And it's, I've heard of that. Have you heard of it? I can't remember. So I'm sure somebody will, will figure this out or I will. And then I'll just include it in the show notes so that if you're interested in figuring out if maybe part of the struggle that you're having is connected to the environment that you're in, yep. um, it can just be a piece of um, the puzzle that helps you get into soul alignment. So so with that being said, with people who do feel lost and, and are having trouble finding their purpose, what are some of the first steps that you that you like to focus on in order to help um, untangle all of their energetic pieces mm -hmm. and to make things whole again? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, the first thing I do is I help I get them to identify their pattern, um, certain themes that are in their life. 
certain things with certain relationships, certain mm-hmm. habits that they do. Um, I try to get them to mind dump and to see what thoughts come up and if there's connections between certain ones, um, because it really lies in what they're doing every single day. That's where the magic or is is people don't realize what you do every day how you show up what you think the conversations you have the people you interact with is the key the clues to what's happening in your inner world um so i usually get them to start writing that down and getting into that i actually do a really great technique called time travel that i'm also trained in so it is uh it's beautiful it it blends ancestral and childhood and your current state um and it finds out when you made that decision that maybe you weren't good enough or that it's not safe to be you and a lot of the time for a lot of people that's not even their believe somewhere along the way someone in their line made that up and it filtered through and then you can kind of see people are see where that struggle happened for a lot of people in their family that unworthiness I'm not good enough I need to stay silent especially for women um that's a big one for a lot of women yeah, absolutely. It is absolutely. And it's not just the the personal challenges. I think time travel is, is specifically a hypno hypnotherapist technique. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Okay, correct. Just so I understand. I just love looking at the different types of techniques. Now, as a psychic medium, I work with like spirit guides. I call them the council of light. And they actually take me in on a session and will show me these things, either cool. if I'm doing a live TikTok reading or if I'm working with a private client. Um, so there's many different roads in order to get to Rome, which is super beautiful, but I actually mm-hmm. love everything that you're saying here. I have two questions right now for, and one side note, we'll start with the, the first <laughs> side note, which I just want to thank, uh, curious knowings. Okay. Thank you love for letting me know that it is called astro cartography. Okay. Cool. So that we have a name for understanding nice. how geography impacts your sole purpose. And if it's in alignment for, for your highest good. And then, um, and then the next thing I want to get back to is, is just digging in a little bit more about the, um, sorry, super sidetracked on that. I I wanted to, (laughs) okay. So getting back to helping people understand that there are specific, uh, incidents and events that play out in their own personal life. But then here's the other thing I'm really curious about. Do you also tap into some of the ancestral patterns that people can inherit, that they are meant to to break those chains in order to write a new future, right? In order to change yep. future generations. Is that something that you also will focus on if the need comes up? Uh, yeah, for sure. That I usually do when I'm in like a really big coaching container because a um, one-off session, it's right. just like, Too it's, much. You're, yeah, it's a lot. And I'm like, I also yeah. am mindful of a person's energy when it's just like, when you're in session with them and you're, it's like 60 minutes long, you're giving them all the information. They're like, what is happening? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, their human self is intrigued, but their energy is just like, Oh, oh I'm very exposed right now. Um, uh, which yeah. is beautiful. Right. But yeah, yeah I, I do help with the ancestral it's not my primary focus but for a lot of people it's your patterns come from that right and it's in your dna and it's a part of you for sure um and a lot of the time it is intertwined with the mother wound yeah oh yeah Um, yeah i'm thinking of a of a client that i worked with um this last week who uh in the session it came up that um, she actually, so sorry, hold on really quick. Somebody's trying to go live with me or two people are trying to go live at the same time with me. I don't even speak that language. It would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to decline that, but I was working with such an amazing, beautiful woman. And, um, and I saw that there was through the mother lineage. Okay. Going all the way back to her grandmother, Okay. And you understand, guys, put this in perspective. When we're talking about going back a couple generations, the Mm -hmm. world was different. Okay. They didn't have, you know, smartphones and tablets and Facebook and all these beautiful platforms that we have now. But what, what is the common thread that tied these women together was choosing love. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then also, this is where it gets a little bit difficult. Not only did in the mother lineage, did they choose men for love against the family wishes? Unfortunately, when they made those choices, they ended up choosing men that didn't show up properly for them. 
Right. And how that can, that it's interesting how there is that spiritual asset of being, living a very heart led life, which Mm -hmm. is a beautiful thing, right? This is something we're all trying to step towards, but then to also bring in the, uh, the awareness on how to identify the red flags Mm -hmm. and how to identify green flags to make sure that you are choosing a heart led connection, but that you say no to one that won't, I mean, show up for your highest good. Now we can, we can, you know, people change and people shift. Um, and so what happens is, you know, like I, it can lead to really difficult relationships, right? When somebody, somebody gets out of alignment and that's, I think one of the other things that people can feel lost about is that, um, that they maybe love somebody so much, but they yeah. keep annoying those red flags. So I personally, there are so many beautiful souls that come and talk to me about these toxic relationships. And I actually yeah. feel that there is this right now, we have a generation of women who I mm-hmm. believe are working to help balance out the divine masculine and the feminine energies and creating a more equal uh, it's like to create a more, like a more loving partnership. I, I think I like yeah. that better. I think I like that better to create that more loving partnership. Yeah. It's yeah. The greater authenticity. Yeah. Sorry. That yeah. was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> was no, that was great. Oh, no, it was beautiful. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. I love that because it's that, that is such a big piece yeah. for women, especially because it's a nurturing that we're so nurturing by nature. That's a big part of our harmony. So mm. relationships is where we get our biggest teachings from like the connection with people. Right. Um, and I've noticed like, just, I encounter a lot of women. I I also encounter men, men are the same, but, um, it's the pattern and the, the, the wound from their ancestors I'm feeling is like the silence, like not standing up, not saying how you feel afraid to have your needs met, afraid to like, speak up right and then what ends up happening is you you separate yourself you you put your soul here and you put your human here and they don't mesh and then what happens is like it's like a string it just gets thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner until it's like I don't know who I am in either spot anymore yeah um and it's getting women I, I think that this is like a big awakening on the feminine side for the last I want to say, I feel like it's been like the last six, seven years. It's when it started getting started. Actually, seven years ago, I said to uh, another like uh, healer friend of mine, and I kept getting this vision. I was just like, shit is going to hit the fan. And I don't know what this means. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but I feel it. And I'm just yeah. like, it's just going to be like a rise of feminine energy. And this is why so many women are coming out now. Now it's like, well, who yeah. am I and how can I bring goodness to the world? Yeah. And they're looking at their relationships and they're looking yeah. at, you know, everything around them and yes. they're seeing like, oh God, what's really good for me and what's true for me and yeah. making those decisions, right? We can't go back and change what our ancestors chose. They did the best they could with the information yeah. that they had. Yeah. But what's important now is that you can choose differently in the choice that you make in this moment yeah. the next generation, they're going to have that decision, that power with them. And it's just going to keep going. And yes. with that said, if anybody, when, if you're listening to this, because I also feel like, oh, the ancestral healing, we feel like we have to heal everybody. Mm-hmm. You're only doing a, a really small part. And that yeah. small part is going to continue to translate and move down. And then you got to rely on are the people after us. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is a really good point. That is such a good point. I know. Don't get overwhelmed that you have to like, uh, you know, right all of the wrongs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, um, there's a theme for everybody. Everyone has a certain theme in their life. And I like to say like, that's your nugget. That's what you're here to rewrite for your lineage and rewrite for yourself. And you may be aware of all like the toxic BS that's been surrounding you. Yeah. But it's like, shit, you're not going to get through all of that. <laughs> you're still no. going to come back and like do other things and like yeah. learn other things. But I, I like to remind people like, don't overwhelm yourself. Sometimes they get caught in the martyr. Like I need to hop on this horse and I need to slay all the dragons. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, okay. So, so then I, I have, so I keep having multiple questions. I love it. This is how I know I'm having a great time with you. <laughs> yeah, good. Me too. So do you ever do past life regressions? Did I ask you that specifically? Mm-hmm. Do you do past life, you know, like Dolores Cannon, that kind of stuff? Uh, not that intensely, but uh, okay. that's what the, I'm trained in time techniques. So that's okay. what that is where yeah. they go back and they see where that decision was made. It's really cool. Cause some, some people like, when they see, I, it's a timeline that they see. So they see a timeline of their life, um, yeah. and of their ancestors. Um, yeah. and that's kind of like the past life where they go in and I'm like coaching them through it because with this certain technique, and I find this is where you have to have somebody who really knows what they're doing. Yeah. You don't want to sink into that moment because then you're going to get caught. And then it's like, <gasps> overwhelm overwhelm you don't need to re-experience something in order to get the lesson sometimes you just got to see it from a different lens and that's a really Mm -hmm. great way to do it with time techniques it's almost like a bird's eye view um and it goes in and sometimes people actually see themselves like in their mother's womb and it's like what their mother experienced and how that translate right because now we know that like gosh whatever's happening in your mother's life when she's creating you, yeah. you're, you're taking that in your nervous system's taking that in your brain yeah. is taking that in and yeah. you're starting to build those, those patterns. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. which is yes. really, it's cool. It's kind of sad. <laughs> I, when I say that to people, I'm like, don't call your mom and yell at her because she yeah. didn't, like, yeah, her awareness wasn't there. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that she hasn't been certain moms haven't been toxic or whatever the case may be. But yeah. It's about taking well, so so also, I just want to say and talk talking about being empowered in that moment as well is that what I understand as the medium and as the as what I have channeled is that we pick our parents, Mm -hmm. right? We pick this journey because it is actually part of the theme that we're focused on for this life. Yeah. So with that being said, it's interesting. Do you believe in there being a soul blueprint? for a life because I do okay yeah. <laughs> not that I'm trying oh, to say yeah. that for, for that sure we, for not sure not that we even have to have the same opinion but I actually believe that we have a blueprint for this life and that I mean and it's difficult to completely annihilate or or change that blueprint um unless something deeply traumatic happens but yeah. even then I feel like this is actually part of the blueprint does that make yeah. sense yep Yep. I I think when it comes to that, I I agree that there's a blueprint. Um, I also have this belief that um, we interact with so many people um, that it's just like (laughs) some things that happen. I don't feel like we call it in. I feel like sometimes it's unfortunate events because you're interacting with millions of people. You're walking through a mall, you're getting hit with like all these people's energy (laughs) and you just don't know, right? You can't predict people's behavior who you don't know. So I I also love to say like, because I know there's this strong saying that goes on that's just like everything that happens to you, you decide and you've chosen. And I feel like there's a fine line, especially when it comes to things that weren't in your control, whether that is abuse as a child or rape or anything yeah. like that. I don't feel yes. like people choose that. Um, I think that that is unfortunate events that take place. Um, and it just becomes a layer that you have to work through in yeah. your life. Um because, you know, stuff like that happened to me. And it was like, yeah. did I really choose that? Like I chose. I know, especially in some of the, mm. this is in some of the, you know, law of attraction, right? Some of the mm. law of attraction thought leaders out there will say that you vibrationally attracted that experience. I'm also, uh, uh, I've survived two uh, sexual assaults in my life, which is, yeah. I, I know, and it, it was hard for me to talk about these experiences. Now I'm right. out. I share with everybody because right. I think that as we talk about these experiences collectively, it empowers other women to yeah. focus on bringing justice into their life as well. You know, yeah. and men, this happens to men yes. too. Yes, yes. You know, it doesn't matter what gender. Okay. Let's just be really yes. specific. Let's but, be, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, but, but I, I do find that when I look back at my own particular experiences around that, I can see how my vibration and frequency was so low that in some way I, I 
I had these experiences, the mm-hmm. assaults. And, um, and to be honest with you, it actually got me into better alignment. It was, you know, it's like, I am totally shifting the way that I've been managing my energy and, uh, yep. uh I identifying, uh, uh, just understanding. I mean, some of it was, I was young. I was like in my twenties, some of them were in my forties. Okay. Which is like really surprising when a woman is like sexually assaulted in her forties, yep. it often is somebody that acts as a friend. And, um, and there can be a lot of shame around that. I don't have any shame in my game. I didn't seek that experience. And right. I just want to say, if this is something that's resonating with you, please yeah. understand that you know, I'm sending you love right now. And mm-hmm. that I, I, I promise you, it won't be this hard forever that things will get better for you. Um, yes. but to, but to work with a tr- traditional therapist, if yeah. that, if that resonates for you and also that non-traditional healers, okay. Like you and I can also yeah. bring profound change into your frequency and your vibration. So, or, you know, even talking with certain friends can get you there too. So um, so it's, it's quite amazing when you start to identify the areas where your soul is fragmented and when you can yes. work with somebody like you to figure out how do I bring it back together? I know that the Japanese have this beautiful art form of taking broken pottery and mm-hmm. re- rebuilding it. I don't remember what the Japanese name is, but that there's that, that you can rebuild the vase using gold. Yes right? To put yes. the, the pieces together. And it's even more beautiful mm-hmm. than it was to begin with. Um, and so I think that with all of the traumas, what, whatever the trauma is that you might have experienced, whatever has been a hardship, maybe, maybe health, maybe health has been your, your trauma, like getting right. good with, um, you know, understanding what your body's capable of. It all comes back though, to energy, right? Whatever, yeah. whatever that challenge is. Um, do you have anything else to say about that? Like that resonates? Yeah. And that, that, yeah, that's, it's beautiful. And I wanted to add, cause it's just like soul fragments and people, yeah. when they hear that, they think I'm broken. Uh, and, yeah. um, what I, and I, I, I say this from like my own special gifts, when I see fragments of your soul and I see your energy fragmented, you become like a stained glass window. Like there, Ooh. you be, there's like every piece <laughs> has its own color at the so end. You know good. what I mean? Oh and it God. adds to your light. And yeah. I have not met one single soul or encountered one energy that does not have fragmented pieces to it. Right. Um, yeah. It's just, that's a, that's the name of the game in the human yeah. experience, right? It's like, yes. how can you learn unless you felt pain? How can you have empathy for others if you haven't walked something similar to them, yeah. right? Our stories yeah. are actually very similar to yeah. a lot of people, you know what yeah. I mean? Yes. Um, and it, your fragments become a light show. Um, and <laughs> I love that. I, I, I know. It. And it, it's so yeah, good. It's, Honestly, it's like stained glass windows and it's just like all these different colors and if you could see it and you know what I mean? Some parts are dark, some parts are light, but it's like in the grand picture of who you are, you're so beautiful um, and you're so unique and your frequency and your harmony and your your sound is... Oh, it's just, it's so good. It is. It is so good. I mean, I, so I like, before we started this podcast, I said, I've had a lot of people this week say I'm so hopeless. And if you're feeling hopeless, or if you feel like you're just not able to pivot out of whatever life challenges on your plate, I want you to understand that this is just a, one of the pieces of glass. that's making that beautiful mm-hmm. stained glass window. I love that analogy. That is so absolutely yeah. amazing. So um, one of the other things I want to ask you, I'm going to pivot a little bit here. Sure. Okay. So I, so I actually saw about you that like, just people would emotionally dump on you all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something so lovable. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to tell you, I had the worst day ever. Get ready. Here we go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then people would just share, share with you everything. When and how did you decide to make that pivot into actually being a, an intuitive guide, an intuitive yeah. healer? And saying that, guess what? I'm not, I'm actually, you can book a session with me. And, and, and how did you decide to turn this into a profession? Um, To be honest, the, the turning point for me is when I met my fiance. Um, Yeah, I know. So cute. I know he's been the catalyst for my change. And it was actually when I became a stepmom, when it was like, 
they really showed me and really shined a light on my gifts and like who I am. Um, at first I was like, oh my God, this is super blinding and I'm not ready for this. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? and it yeah. was like, it was a journey. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was that when I realized that I am here to really help people and it was helping yeah. them through divorce because I'm a child of divorce. And I almost yeah. felt like <laughs> this is my opportunity to almost heal my inner child through healing them and giving them the love and support that I did not get during right. that journey. Right. There is something super big that happens when your family unit breaks up. Um, right. So oh gosh, I was, yeah. yeah, I was there for them. And then it was, that was when I decided like, you know what, I think there's something more here. And it was my fiance. who was just like, you're really someone special. And he's like, I think you're doing yourself a disservice by not really helping people do this. He's like, I'm watching what you've done for my boys yeah. and for me. And he's just like, and I really think this is something that you can do for other people. And he enrolled me in like my first class of like developing my uh, my mediumship and like Ooh, all that good. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I just like, oh my God. <laughs> I really just I just want to say, we, you know, it can be easy to really hate on that masculine energy because so many women have had bad experiences. But hello, did anybody just hear this? Like, that's what I'm saying. You know what? It's so funny you said that because yeah. before I met him, I was very masculine. I was always in my masculine. That was my protective armor. You're yeah. not going to get, you can't cut through me. I'm strong. And then when I met him and I was like, coming in very strong with my masculine energy, he turned to me and he was just like, I need you to not be the man in this relationship. He's like, because I am. He's oh. like, so you need to step back. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. but he, he unleashed my nurturing side in a really big way. It was yeah. almost like, not that he had to give me permission. You, you allowed me to feel safe to safe. be yeah, exactly. To be My more in your feminine. Self. Yeah, this yes. is so beautiful. Yes. Um, how did you guys meet? Can you can you share? Do you want to? <laughs> because yeah. I want because uh, I, I have have so many people who ask me when am I going to meet my twin flame? When am I meeting the person yeah. I'm going to love for for many years? How did yeah? How did you um, meet? <laughs> our our story is really cool. Actually, six months prior to meeting him, I wrote down on a piece of paper the exact guy I wanted. Hello, and... I give that homework assignment all the time to Dude. people. Okay, oh. here we are. <laughs> I put it underneath my pillow and I slept on it for a Ooh. week. Okay, that's a great and then, upgrade. Yeah, I slept on it for a week, <laughs> and I finally like I put it in my sock drawer, and I was just like, me, I higher power to me. I associate it with the word God, so I was just like. I'm leaving it to you. I'm done trying to control it. And I'm done meeting all these BS guys on, at the time it was like plenty of fish. (laughs) So six months later, my girlfriend was an editor, a book editor, and it was a actual psychic medium. She did a group reading kind of like Teresa Caputo when she does like the big readings. Yeah. And she invited him and she invited me. Um, (laughs) I met him and it was beautiful because he, he, shook my hand and as soon as his hand touched mine it was like an electric bolt went through my spine and you actually saw me like readjust Uh and I like turned to my sister and I was just like I don't know what this is but I feel immense love towards this person and I don't know why and um I'm just I I call that a soul contract I'm so glad I asked you this because I tell people that every relationship that comes into your life is a soul contract, no matter how short or how expansive it is. And that is such a beautiful experience and a beautiful story that really talking about like connection and that a lot of people get into that anxiety of when is their perfect partner going to show up and you don't need to, because the universe has already got it laid out for you. I think it's when you surrender. Yeah. And you stop really looking hard. Yeah. Um, and like, I like made the checklist or whatever. I like made the picture. I put the yeah. picture out there of what suited me. Um, and Ooh. he's that. And then some, and then there's some yeah. stuff where it's like, I didn't really ask for this, but I can see why you sent this to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was the, it was the surrender. And the funny part about that night is his father had passed. Yeah. His dad followed me home that night and yeah. was um standing in my room and he wouldn't let me go. So when I had to like call him, I made the first move 
And five mm-hmm. days into us chatting, I was just like, um, so this is going to be a little weird. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, was like new to the spiritual world. And I was like, yeah. uh, so there's a man and he looks like this. And he was like, he's like, if you could see me right now, I'm white as a ghost. And <laughs> I described, he goes, you're describing my dad. And then he sent a photo of him. And I was just like, this is this man. Yeah. And um, I feel like he was just putting the bond in quicker. And oh, it was yeah. almost a, saying like, this is who I choose yeah. Yeah. For you. And it was like a blessing for us. And this is so amazing. So for anybody out there who's dealing with relationship challenges, I would definitely take that technique. <laughs> try it tonight. Yes. Sleep yeah. On. So, okay. So, so, so the, the last couple of questions that I have for you. Okay. Once somebody has made the pivot out of being lost and yep. they found themselves, do you help people learn how to shine and how yeah. to yeah. And how to keep moving forward and just being in their authentic. Okay. So I, cause you know, we talk a lot about the hard stuff, but then, you know, you, there's also a need for people to just have support and yeah. to, and to, you know, help coach them forward to, you know, taking, uh, you know, calculated, you know, heart-based risk towards mm-hmm. really realizing dreams. And I'm wondering, do you do that? Yep. <laughs> do you do that? Yeah. Or do you, you can start now. I mean, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, I do that. I do that with like long-term coaching clients, but yes. I also in some uh, one-off sessions I do. Um, what I like to do is called the happiness, like kind of like the happiness project where yeah, we I love look that. at yeah. your, yeah, we look at your schedule and I get them to really be detailed and put it out, grab a calendar and yeah. start scheduling in joy into their lives. And I don't mm. so I get them to choose one day one time because when people a lot of people have it in their head and they don't real they don't see it so I get them to grab a calendar write their schedule down yeah. and then you can actually see where you have time yes. and where you're wasting your time on stuff that's not really feeding you that's actually making things worse for you mm-hmm. um And we put in joy um, because joy is actually the steps you take to happiness. Happiness, the thing about a lot of people come to me, they're like, I want to be happy. Happy is a feeling and it's fleeting. You're not going to feel happy all the time. And the real, how you create more happiness is creating more joy, doing more things that make you feel good. And when you're doing things that are making you feel good on a regular basis, you're happier you feel happier you're experiencing more happiness you know what Mm. I mean because I'm like I I can't get you to happy that's that's a that's a feeling it's not Mm. actual it's not a place um yeah but you can create more moments where you feel that feeling on a regular basis and then that's how happiness comes out um so I I definitely do that yeah we work with the schedule we put in joy um if they have a big goal I use the smart goals technique to help them get real into it and get really specific because the more specific you are the clearer the vision is yeah um you can get into the feeling you can get into the habit it feels right instead of seeing something so big and it feels so far and you're just like oh my god I don't know if I can reach that but it's yeah. like, let's pull it closer mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> and, right uh, see all the little parts that make the big picture Amazing. Okay super yeah. awesome so usually I'll, I'll like end every session uh with giving you the offer if you want uh, like a psychic medium reading right now, I will give you one. It's totally up to you. Um, if I did one for you, actually, I would probably be focused more on career and helping you find ways sure. to continue to thrive. Is that, are you cool with that? Yeah, I'm always okay. open. So yeah. Okay. I know, but some people, some people can be like really sensitive, you know, and be like, you know what, I'm just not in a mood for it. So I always appreciate if you're in a mood, fantastic, but you are. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, gosh, you're so amazing. I want to say that you had some really, I will talk about love a little bit. Um, you, you got stuck yourself for a while. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I just want to say that like, there was a season where things were really hard and, and you know, what's beautiful is that despite how hard some of those relationships in love were, Mm -hmm. listen, gorgeous, you pulled through. Yeah. (laughs) And I want you to understand it, it it was having that type of hope and faith that brought you out of a very dark season. Yeah. 
Okay. Kind of like, I, I literally see like, you know, it's kind of like World War II, you know, like boots on the ground and it's like, you know, keep calm and carry on. And, mm-hmm. and that, you know, when you're stuck in a dark, heavy energy, that's not the place to have, you know, that's not really the place to stay. And yeah. I believe that actually, I'm not so much saying this to you, but as to somebody who's listening to this podcast right now is to remind yeah. you that if this heavy place right now feels overwhelming, I want you to understand that, you know, Ashley was able to overcome so much in her life and really step into I mean, her sole purpose, which is Mm -hmm. helping other people, caring for people who might not have ever experienced that level of care. Okay. Cause that's one of your gifts here is your ability to actually love people. Like I actually Mm -hmm. think that you bring a level of love. You bring a level of love to every client. And it's so beautiful because this energy is a gift that you give to others. You're extremely talented. I think you are Hold on. Let me just see here. Mm-hmm. Very talented. And you are right now learning to find your own voice mm-hmm. um, and figuring out ways that separate you from other individuals that are in a similar space. One of the things that I will tell you is that, yes, it can be challenging feeling like the algorithm doesn't send mm-hmm. your content out, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to understand <laughs> that there are spiritual reasons why maybe the growth isn't as fast as you would like it. There are just, I see that there are just certain lessons that are, there are certain lessons that you are learning to make you feel comfortable even being on camera. Does that make sense? Do you feel comfortable being on camera? Uh, Not always. I'm more, <laughs> I'm a writer. Yeah. I'm okay. a writer versus oh, a speaker. Right? Um, so coming out and using my voice is something that I, you know, even though I was very chatty, this podcast, um, I'm actually painfully shy. Um, (laughs) Okay. Because all I know is that you don't, you feel uncomfortable being on camera, but I just want to say kudos to you because here you are, which is super amazing. I think that that'll actually get easier for you. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes you are just, okay. You know, what's interesting. Cause I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you this question. And this is something I feel like I'm stuck with too, but I actually am going to ask this question because like I say, it's the mirror, right? I'm Mm -hmm. looking into a mirror, right? Which is a beautiful thing. I was going to ask you, so here you are, you start to shine, you get on social media, you're like full throttle, here I am. And then, you know, the state of social media right now, and this is not directed to any specific platform, is that you get people who are very much the key keyboard warrior, mm. uh, people who just want to, um, who will, you know, d- d- take their own agenda and then place it on your feet and try yeah. to use that as a way to like nail you down and, uh, mm. you know, light up a fire and put you, you know, it's like a Salem witch hunt or something like this. Right. Yeah. I don't feel like you'll have that sense of prosecution to be honest with you okay. with, with your career, but I think that there's sometimes a little bit of fear. Does this yeah. of being prosecuted? I'm not sure. You'd have to tell me if that feels like uh, that's a piece. Yeah, that... that's uh, that's definitely true. And also in my astrology chart. Um, ah, okay. Well, what sign are you? The st- uh, I'm a cancer. Burned... Oh, you are a cancer. Okay, very cool. Yeah, um, I'm a cancer, but I have like a lot in the subconscious underbelly of astrology. A lot yeah. of my core wounds are from there. Um, and like being burned at the stake so to sort of to speak my grandmother was she's actually shunned out because of her interesting i'm going to carry the microphone because you guys know yeah. my dog shows up so keep keep, keep going <laughs> yeah, my my, is, my this... grandmother was uh is she's still here she's a an incredible healer um and uh she actually hers is more physical she can actually heal the physical body she knows when something isn't working if you have a broken bone you don't even have to tell her she knows where it is and she used to start on animals um and then her grandfather was just like was watching her at like 10 years old do all this crazy stuff and he hit her in the attic and hit her from everybody. He's like, everyone is going to think you're a witch and um, hid her gifts away. Um, And she was actually around my age when she stepped into her own. She was in her thirties. Interesting. Um, See, that's an ancestral pattern here for you too, right? So I just see that like, yeah, the, the fear of prosecution, it's it. Sorry, let me go a little bit deeper in on this. I just Mm -hmm. like this because these are ways to help you 
feel even more comfortable being in your authentic energy. Mm-hmm. Um, is that most obviously, actually, I think you're somebody that does appreciate a good schedule. Okay. I'm going to like, I think that you do appreciate like a system and I wouldn't like, I think that if you ever watch some of the social media coaches out there who tell you, you can shoot all your content on a Saturday weekend and get it done in four hours. Um, that is actually something that you could do, but I would actually, I would actually advocate that instead of shooting all your social media content on one weekend and getting it all done for the month, for some reason, I'm, I'm being guided to say to you that you should allow the energy Mm -hmm. of inspiration to be what gets you on your phone to actually record the content. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't feel like if you sat there and you picked out, you know, you had five different outfits that you changed through and I then know. you're you're doing the like, you know, the, the type <laughs> of whatever content. I just feel like this wouldn't really resonate as being authentic for you. Yeah, that makes sense for me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So good. And also just keep being the beautiful self that you are. <laughs> um, let me just see here. Um, let me just see what else uh, comes through for you. Uh, the other thing that's coming through right now is that you should also look at, <laughs> this is, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. So hopefully your clients aren't okay. listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's okay. Cause, yeah, I, cause the work is never yeah. done. So I am always working yes. on myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually know what your rates are right now, but I okay. hear that you are, I think that you have the capacity to charge more and to look at the packaging structure that you have. I feel like you're uh, undervalued on what you're offering to people. Does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in a struggle point because yes. I'm yeah. like, there's a part of me that's just like, I love doing like pro bono. Um, yeah. and also oh, with the, that's it. Yes, like with <laughs> the economic times, I want to be very mindful because one of the big things for me is I grew up in poverty and we didn't have access to a lot of tools to help us nice. through hard times. Yeah. So I, my, my soul, my spirit live in where it's like, I want accessibility for everybody. I want people to be like, I can, I can pay for this, or this isn't too far out of my reach and they can get some resource, um, even if it's a small part, but yes, I, I know that I can charge a lot more. So, so so I think you should for one-on-one coaching. So yeah. I think you should for one-on-one coaching and uh, actually accessibility is, is the piece that was coming through is that you should charge more for one-on-one coaching yeah. and then think about other options that you could offer to people who aren't able to meet that, that tier of coaching. Yeah. This is actually going to prevent you from burnout. Okay. That's the piece that I actually would be worried about for you is that okay. if you were to continue the pace of what it is right now, your schedule is mm-hmm. that this would eventually lead to burnout because I know, I feel like you're just, I feel like you're just getting comfortable and getting started. Maybe you started in a community or maybe mm-hmm. you just started right now, like on the social media platforms, mm-hmm. but listen, love, I actually, I just immediately loved your energy and not to toot my own horn, but I'm usually pretty good at spotting people that I think are really gifted. So this is you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I actually think you're doing phenomenal work and maybe, um, you know, you can understand that the social media p- posts that you create or blog yeah. posts, or if you're doing Pinterest, I don't even know if you do stuff like that. Pinterest might be good for you if you maybe. actually enjoy writing so yeah. that you could create content there that would drive people to your website, but don't forget that is helping people. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to have one-on-one access with you. So be very selective. I would actually limit the amount of pro bono work that you do. Okay. And I would, I would advocate you considering your coaching packages. And also, um, I think that there is a way for you to maybe, um, I just hear that there's a way to, I don't, I'm just going to say it the way I'm hearing it, although we'll talk about it because it's, it's that there is some kind of gateway community that you can build, that you can build. Okay. That, that it's, it, it is. And the thing that's I'm being shifted to is like YouTube where you can have like a subscription service and exclusive content or something like that. Okay. So hmm. just, just some thoughts for you. Um, yeah. yeah, just some thoughts for you. Um, I'm going to leave it at that unless, it, are there any other questions that you have? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Everything you um, have said to me is the almost like the common theme for me of this year. So 
and yes, I <laughs> feel right. like I'm just, it's not so much me getting started because I started in 2020. I think it's me more feeling comfortable That's with why, yeah. me yeah. um, and uh, trusting myself more. Yeah. Um, yep. I think when you have these gifts, it almost feels like, oh, this doesn't feel right because I didn't earn it through a piece of paper. This is something that's natural to me. So I almost yeah. felt like I was in it, like an imposter almost, you know what I mean? Where it's like, who am I to like, say I can do this? Um, I was, I was going to say it's imposter yeah. syndrome, but you said it first, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually that, that little piece right there, uh, imposter syndrome and also a bit of perfectionism. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like you spend more time scheduling than you do actually making stuff that makes your heart shine. I think yeah. that I would advise that you change the way that you think about like actually creating your business, give yourself permission to make this a joyous, like fun experience. This is actually like, this is like the biggest transformation you could have ever expected is having this business, which started back a couple of years ago. Yeah. Give yourself permission to have more fun. You don't have to have that scarcity mindset of you have to, you know, work like for me in relationships, mm -hmm. I make the mistake of I've got to work to be loved. All right? right. So, and that's translated as helping them build a business. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to understand that, like, you don't have to work for love. Love is mutual. Right. Love is mutual. Right. So take that same mutual idea of love and bring it into your business. And if you were to stop doing uh, pro bono work, which I mm -hmm. told you, I saw when you were in the caretaking space when you were, you know, when you were just before you understood that you had this gift, everybody yeah. would just dump on you. Now you yeah. have this gift. People are, have to, you know, part of the transformation is in the transaction. Okay. Right. It's people actually investing in themselves to work with you. Right. Okay. So, so that, that transformation is part of the impact that you make in the world. And I will let you know, that in, if we go back to like ancient Greece, when people worked with oracles, they mm -hmm. would bring blankets and food. It was never pro bono. Okay. Right. Unless as guided by source. So what if you were to reclaim some of your time, right? Step away from being maybe too overly analytical and making yourself work too hard for this business and get into this, this, you know, get into even more. Cause I think there is a lot of thrive mindset with you. I'm not saying that it's all that way. It's just on those, mm -hmm. th some of those days where it's like, I don't know, maybe it's a gray sky and maybe yeah. we need a little bit more coffee because I didn't <laughs> sleep so good the night before. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, I, I have to say so many blessings are being aligned for you. The thing mm -hmm. is, is that you could be even more abundant in a way that I think the way that I see you is like truly shining so bright, mm -hmm. you know, easily scaling followers and, um, understanding ways to serve the collective better. Yep. Um, which is to not be so scared of the path that you're on. You're one of the first healers to actually take the gift in your family, in your ancestral lineage. Mm. Okay. To actually say that this is a profession and there's a little bit of guilt about that because it's so easy and so wonderful. Right. Yeah. I know, like it's, it feels so good for you to help other people and help them, sh sh you know, shine. Yeah. Whereas you can see even with your grandmother who was like mm -hmm. literally hidden in an attic. Okay. Or, yeah. or just hit away from people. Okay. Like yeah. let's not, let's not keep, don't heal the, the dogs anymore because like, yeah, you know, yeah. But it, it's unfortunate. That was a scarcity fear-based mindset. And yeah. now we are in this beautiful time where we are really reinventing what humanity is. And, yeah. and so take advantage of that. Take some opportunity here to just really reinvent what you want to do with your life and give yourself permission to experience this abundance. The poverty that you've experienced is no longer for you. You are literally just stepping into greater abundance day by day, moment by moment. Okay. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and I love that you, you know what? My, my soul is like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. I love hearing that, right? Because sometimes, even though I'm a soul healer, I'm still yeah. human, and sometimes I not that I don't hear my inner voice, I'm just like, mm, I don't yeah. know if I want to hear yeah. what you know what I mean, like what I really need to hear. And it's funny that you said all that to me. Um, my grandmother, she was a, a huge healer, she yeah. healed thousands, she was very oh, quiet, good. she like 
And she turned to me like seven years ago and she looked at me and she was like, stop your BS of what you're doing. Like, you know, I was partying and like doing all the crazy stuff. And she was like, you are going to be bigger than I could have ever done it. And it's going to be in a bigger spotlight than I am. So she was kind of like, you need to get it together already. Are are you on YouTube, by the way? I'm not. Okay, sorry, because I hear you. I know I'm just an Instagram girl, but I know I have to expand and like really put myself out there. Yeah, exactly. It'll happen. I don't have to worry about it. I know. It's just, you know, (laughs) the energy, you'll get that inspired moment to hold your camera in a different angle, or even, you know, even YouTube is being more grateful with the vertical format. But yes, yeah, I just have to say just many blessings are coming into your life. And the more blessings that you allow into your life, the more blessings that you give permission. I mean, just the more you're going to make greater impact in this world in your own life, but also in the lives of other people, just like your grandmother who worked with thousands of people, which is beautiful, which is super beautiful. Um, yeah. So there we are. I think that's what I have for you. (laughs) Thank you. That was, that was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things I definitely needed to hear. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been my joy to connect with you. How can people connect with you and find out more about, you, your website, like your services. Everything. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram evolving with Ashley. Um, if you want to visit my website, it's evolving with Ashley.com. Nice and oh. easy. Um, <laughs> and it's all straightforward and slide into my DMS. <laughs> I'm Perfect. open to I that. And if you have love questions, it. um, and yeah, I'm a one-stop shop. Instagram is the place to be for me. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, It is my joy to have connected with you. So I hope you have an absolutely beautiful afternoon. There's my great day and getting ready to come in. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Perfect timing. So there you go. (laughs) So to everybody who's listened to this podcast, understand that if you feel lost, there is a solution waiting for you. It is evolving with Ashley. So thank you so much guys for listening. I'll see you on the very next podcast. Mm